Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 2 of Spill It, a TV show by me, Marcus, your host, uh, and we talk about everything to do with whatever you want to talk about. It's completely your choice, but it's my show, so we choose the topics and we also uh, go through it all and basically we want to connect, we want to inspire, we want to teach and we want to learn. So welcome to Spill It brand new Facebook Live talk show by me. So as I said before, what we want to do is we want to connect, we want to inspire, we want to teach, and we want to learn. So what does that mean? Well, we want to connect the world together. So we want to connect each other because of you know everything that's been going on. We want that time to connect to each other because we've had so long apart. We want to inspire. So I want people to come on and inspire each other whether that be with hobbies, whether that be with the work that they do in the community, whether that be charity work or an organization, or even just putting something out there that want, we want to you know, relay that information to other people. That's your inspiration. We want to teach. So everybody that I want on this show, I want them to be teaching the world about what they want to do, what they are passionate about. And we want to learn ourselves. I do not claim to know everything in the world. Trust me, I don't. But what I do want to do is I want to learn everything as well. So I want guests to come on and I want to learn from them. And I want uh, my guests to teach me as well. So come over and learn with me. Today's episode is called This Is Me, where we're going to talk about everything to do with LGBTQ plus community. We're going to talk about pride and we're going to talk about transgender and transgender rights. Uh, we will start with uh, just a few little things from me to begin with, and then we will have uh, my guest joining us at quarter past seven. So make sure, guys, that you have hit that share button. Uh, make sure you give plenty of comments and plenty of thumbs up and love hearts. Uh, we want to get this far and wide. We want the whole world to see. So make sure that you drop us on them comments. When you drop a comment, you'll get to see your comment pop up, and we'll be able to uh, talk about it in a little bit more detail as well. So please, 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 please drop those comments. It's all about that engagement, guys. That's what we're looking for today. So let's begin. Where, where are you? Let's, let's do some comments. So where are people? Where are you from? Tell me. Where are you listening from? Drop me a comment. Let me know. And then we can openly discuss it. Uh, we have got Max, who joins us at 7.15 p.m. Uh, Max is my special guest who will be coming on to talk about his experience going through uh, transgender. So uh, let's have a look. Uh, we've got some comments rolling in. Remember guys, ask questions in the comment section, ask away, or uh, even better, just leave a comment. Whatever it is, just leave that comment and we'll be sure to read it out. So we've got some comments rolling in. Uh, we have got Lisa, Lisa, hi Marcus. Hi Lisa, hope you're okay. We have Gail saying evening, evening Gail, hope you're okay as well. We have Bev. Bev has said hi. Hi to you, Bev. And we have uh, we have Terry. Best of luck with this and can't wait to hear from Max. Uh, neither can I. Um, to be fair, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. It's going to be a really good show. Um, and so last week's episode, we talked about Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, with my good friend Lisa. Um, and the, the, the difference with this is that I... Only I've only just met Max. I say met, we met obviously uh, by social media. Uh, he was the one that got in touch with me. And we, I, I, he told me his story and I thought, this is something that I need to get on. So I need to get uh, Max's story onto, onto this uh, broadcast really. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, who else have we got? We have Louise. Louise has popped in to say hi. Hi Louise, I hope you're okay. Keep those comments rolling in, guys. It's super, super important. Uh, as you can see, I can pop them up. We can openly discuss them, and we can 
well, say hi and interact. That's what it's all about. It's all about that engagement. So remember, ask, ask, ask away. So let's move on to our first section. We have positive news. Light will always prevail. That is my new positive uh, news section. That's the name of it. Light will always prevail. I think, I think that, or I feel that during these times where it's, you know, there's quite a lot of darkness happening in the world, I feel that, you know, we need a bit of positivity, uh, positivity in our lives and a bit of positive news. And that's what I'm hoping to do each week, not just with uh, the positive news section, but just with this in general. I'm just hoping to spread a little positivity, a little bit of joy in everybody's lives as well. So let's start with our positive news. So number one, UK bookshops see sales soar. Great. So what does that mean? Almost 4 million books were sold in the first week back trading in reopened bookshops in England with anti-racism books still topping the charts with total sales up by 30% on the same week in the UK last year, despite the fact that shops in Wales and Scotland are still closed. So that's great news, right? So people are getting books, they're reading more, especially as well with anti-racism books. So obviously we've got, uh, we've had the Black Lives Matter movement a lot recently, uh, you know, everywhere, which is really, really good. It's to show that obviously people are researching and people are uh, wanting to get out there and, and learn more. And it's great news, it's great. Number two, we have 30, this is this, this, Brilliant, and this is so fitting for today's show as well. 13 Spanish neighbors crochet a 50 meter LGBTQ plus flag. I just, it's really, really cool. And what I'm going to do is after the broadcast, I'm going to put up the images of this on my Spill It page for everybody to come and watch, uh, come and see. Uh, it's an absolutely amazing piece. Um, but Carmen Romero and other residents of a town in Spain spend the early days of lockdown sewing masks to aid coronavirus efforts. But when masks were no longer needed, they moved on to another project. Carmen and 12 neighbours decided to team up and create a huge rainbow crochet project in celebration of Pride Month. The 50-metre rainbow banner covers, uh, covers and shades an entire street. I just think that that is amazing in all honesty um i can't put it into words really to be fair it's just that that amount of effort is just brilliant so what's next on our list number three uk barn owls uh, numbers are on the rise i absolutely love a good barn owl whether that be because of harry potter i'm not too sure but uh, the uk barn owl numbers are on the rise and um, so uk barn owls are on the rise and humans are to thank well done, humans, for the growing numbers. Up to 80% of the country's population of the birds now nest in man-made boxes, with 20,000 uh, yeah, 20, boxes now set up nationwide. There are now an estimated 12,000 breeding pairs of the birds in the UK, up from 4,500 in 1987. That's the year that I was born. So yeah, well done, humans. Well done, humans. We're saving, we're saving the world one species at a time. We're, uh, we're obviously focusing on those barn owls and that is amazing news. So good, good, go you humans, go. Or us, because I am also a human. <laughs> and next on our list, number four, holiday season is back on. Ooh, this one is positive news, but it depends on what you want to do and a lot of people may not want to do it. So uh, in, it's official from the 4th of July, which is my birthday, FYI, and it's on Saturday. Uh, it's official from the 4th of July, we will be allowed to holiday in England with a host of hotels, rentals, and campsites opening up again. But where will you go first? So uh, with that in mind, please drop me a comment if that is something that you'll be doing at some point this year. Obviously, we're not talking about going outside of the UK uh, to do your uh, holidaying. But if you're going to be in the UK, if you're going to be traveling away for a weekend, a nice long weekend away somewhere, you're going to go down to Wales, to Scotland or whatever, obviously when they open, because right now they're not. But where will you go? Where would you want to go within the UK? Let me know. And then last but not least on our list of positive news for the week, we have a demand 
for higher quality cameras on your phone. So within lockdown, a lot of people uh, we had we could we were allowed to go out for one uh, for one hour or one one daily exercise. Um, that's how it all started, and people were going far and wide and um, near well nearby their, 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 their within their community, and they've, they've been finding more and more. Uh, places where they didn't even know existed and um, they've been taking a bit more attention to detail and with that they've been taking more photos with their phone and the demand for a high quality camera uh, camera on your phone is the highest it's ever been because of that reason and because obviously we've been connecting with the world more we've been connecting with each other and obviously with the world around us naturally you would want a better camera on your phone now i myself i've got uh, the lovely uh, huawei p40 pro that's what i'm recording with and uh, so i've got my camera here uh, on my phone and that's the front-facing camera guys it's amazing uh, i can actually use this without actually using my webcam or use it as my webcam if you will uh, and that's because of the quality of the front-facing camera and for those that know me you know that i love a good selfie so i needed that front-facing camera as for the uh, obviously so i've got my front-facing camera here i've got my laptop here uh, and this camera is better than my uh, actual uh, webcam that's built onto my computer. So I absolutely 100% need for using this one. Uh, as for the rear camera, the rear camera is phenomenal. And they actually, they, there's uh, something called AI that's built into it that actually does something called the AI Golden Snap, which basically, if you are uh, taking a photo of like a window or something where you can normally see a reflection of you, the AI will wipe that off. Um, so it gets rid of any reflection like that. Super, super cool. And also there's something, uh, there's a feature within there called Golden Snap, which is, uh, essentially, essentially means, or well, it's removed passerby, sorry. So essentially what that means is if you're taking a photo of, say for instance, I'm taking a photo, I was in Grisdale Forest actually a couple of weeks ago. Super, super cool. Um, so I was in Grisdale Forest a couple of weeks ago and they've got like these massive statues uh, made out of the, the trees. Um, and I was trying to take a photo of one of them and somebody was like walking in front of it um, with like it was a dog walk and they were walking in front of it. What the phone will do is it'll actually erase that person. Crazy. That's the AI tech for you. But yeah, so the demand for uh, good quality cameras is higher than ever before. And obviously, so I've got mine and I am super, super happy with mine. So if you, so if you want to see some of my photos, I'll be posting them on my social medias of obviously our visit for Grasdale Forest and some of the uh, Safari Zoo walk that we did. Uh, you'll be able to see some of those on my Spillet page later on today. And that it brings us to the end of our news section. So before we bring uh, the lovely Max on to come and talk about his story, we are going to read some more of the comments that have been rolling through. So let's have a look. We have got, uh, I love your Spillet teacup logo. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm on this side. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. And then Gail says uh, would look amazing on a bag or as a cover of an A5 notebook. Well, have I got news for you? Uh, so I've been looking at merchandise using the Spillet logo. Now this will slightly change, not much, but it will slightly change because it does blur out slightly, like around here. Uh, so the uh, if anybody that does know me, I run a dance exercise class and the lovely Mike uh, who his page is actually called Who's Mike? And um, his page, he is the one that designed my dance logo, and he is redesigning this one for me as well. But he will obviously keep the base of it. It's just going to touch it up and just make it a little bit more sharper. But uh, I will be getting merchandise like tote bags. I'll be getting notebooks. Uh, I'll be getting other little t-shirts. I'll be also I'll be also getting little uh, backpacks. I'll be getting absolutely laws, absolutely laws. even if they like down to pencils and pens. So uh, they will go up on a merchandising uh, list and you'll be able to actually purchase them. Super cool. What I'll also be doing as well as part of that is that if you appear as a guest on my show, I was, I was telling Max about this and Max got a little bit excited. Um, if you appear as a guest on my show, what I will also be doing for you is creating you a lovely merchandising thank you pack as a, as a, as a way to say thank you for appear, appearing on my show. Uh, we have got, uh, who else have we got coming in? We've got, oh, here we go. Look at this. There's Max. Max has been tagging friends. Come and watch. Thank you very much, Max. 
who else have we got coming in? So we've been talking about obviously the uh, the holidays opening up in the UK. So we've got Tina. Tina saying that she would love to go camping. Louise has also said that she would love to go camping for the weekend. She can't wait for it. I can't wait to be fair as well. Like I'm not really. I go camping, but festivals. I don't think that's the same thing. But <laughs> but I I love I I enjoy camping when it's a festival. But I've never been camping as in actual camping. Uh, the other half wants to get a camper van and do that, do it that way. Um, I'm not sure that that's the same thing. Maybe you can tell me, Louise. Is it the same thing? Uh, I'm sure you'll uh, I'm sure you'll let me know in the comments. Uh, well, who else have we got? We've got Terry saying hopefully flying over to Northern Ireland for a week ASAP to see friends. Oh my God, yes, that's where I want to go. I want to go to Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland? Yes, I want to go to Northern Ireland when this is like, well, when we're allowed to, and I can't wait for that. Uh, Tina, Tina has said we are going to the lakes end of July camping, but you can't wait for that. Um, I love the lakes as well, to be fair. And Bev, Bev has said posh camping in my tin tent, a.k.a. my motorhome. There you go, posh camping. They call, it, they call that glamping, don't they? So, yeah, it's a bit of glamping for you there, Bev. Right. Well, it's quarter past seven, and I would like to bring on my guest for the evening. So, please, can we all give a massive warm welcome to, and plenty of comments, please, guys, plenty of comments, welcoming Max to the show. Hi, Max. Hi. Are you okay? Yeah, I am. Yes, I'm very well. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on to the show. Uh, so, Max, today we are going to be talking about everything to do with uh, LGBTQ, we're going to be talking about pride, we're going to be talking about transgender and transgender rights as well. Um, obviously, you've got experience in this and, with, and the story that you have told uh, me is, is obviously the, the, the main reason why I wanted to get, get you on this uh, on this show. Um, so it gives you a, a larger platform to tell your story and to, well, to, to go from there, really. So um, for everybody, I know obviously you have uh, already told a lot of people to come in and, and watch the show. Uh, can you, uh, for those people who don't know you, who don't know anything about you whatsoever, uh, can you tell them a little bit or as much as you want about yourself? Um, so I'm Max, as the name suggests. Um, 23 year old, loves walks on the beach, um, has a pet pug. Um, I am a transgender man. So what that essentially means is that when I was born, the doctors kind of looked at me and went, it's a girl. And then years down the line, I was like, not really. <laughs> and so that's me i've been out as transgender for around three years now and kind of was the best decision i've it wasn't wasn't even a decision really it was kind of the best thing i've ever done yeah um, uh, we've got lisa saying hi we've got gail that says hi max hi. uh molly uh, has said hey hi, max molly. And we have Julie as well. Julie Dobson says hi, Max, as well. Um, so, obviously, you was uh, talking about, obviously, the... For anybody that's at home and obviously just been, just been listening to your story now, um, who, they might not understand, and obviously we're here to, to, to teach and we're, to, and we're here to learn as well. Um, what does, for anybody at home that doesn't understand, what does transgender mean? So someone who is transgender, essentially it means that they identify as a gender that wasn't the gender they kind of assigned at birth. So essentially the gender that isn't on your birth certificate, essentially. So whether that be someone like myself who identifies as male rather than it says female on my birth certificate, people can identify as a trans woman. You have people that are non-binary, so they're people who kind of flow in between kind of male and female, the kind of neither nor, they kind of, they kind of, I like to say that they flow in between like the gender wibbly stuff. Okay. And obviously with your journey, um, would you be able to tell, uh, if you are, you know, wanting to, would you be able to tell uh, the, the guys watching at home or listening at home just your journey and your experience of, um, 
discovering this yourself and going through it and where you are now. So let, let's hear it all from start to finish, essentially. Okay, so I was probably about 14-ish. I'm 23 now, so this would be like nine years ago when I realised something was different about me, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. Thanks. Um, and then I kind of just didn't really have the words for it, so I kind of knew but didn't really do anything about it because I didn't know what it was. And I kind of got to university, so it would have been about four years ago when I met someone who was trans and kind of they were talking about their experience, their journey, and it suddenly was like a light bulb moment when I was like, that's me. Because I thought the feelings that I was having was just kind of normal teenage feelings and kind of just kind of brushed them off. And it was only when I talked to someone here who else who was transgender, I realised that these feelings weren't just feelings that anybody has. It's kind of, it's called gender dysphoria. It has like an actual name like a medical term and it was only then when I was like whoa so from then I went to my GP and I was like hi I think I'm trans what can I do and so and um, they referred me to a clinic so there's around the UK and around the world really there's specific clinics that transgender people will go to to talk to doctors psychologists and kind of gain access to hormones medication and surgery counseling and stuff like that um, there's this kind of misconception that as soon as you kind of come out as trans that then suddenly you gain access to everything that you suddenly be able to have surgeries have hormones be able to magically tick boxes and that's not the case so I was referred to the clinic two years ago and I've yet to have my first appointment which is frustrating but this is kind of the case across the UK as it stands most people have to wait at least two and a half three years to see someone so if you were to tell so someone explore that just a little bit more so obviously you've people think that it's just a tick box exercise and they just think well okay I've now uh, I'm this is this is me I've now um discovered who I am um and I'm going to now become who I'm who I was born to be essentially yeah. but it's on hold because it's not as easy as clicking a finger signing signing on the dotted line and bish bash bosh there you go um it's it's a bit more of a struggle than that and so just go if, if we can just explore that a little bit more and just tell like just tell the people at home that actually what that struggle is like oh it, it's frustrating and at times, I often think to myself, why did I not go to GP earlier? Why did I not realise earlier? In the hope that I would be further on, kind of, in my journey, per se. So it is frustrating, especially because I haven't been able to gain access to any hormones, kind of anything like that. I've done what's called socially transition. So that means coming out to like friends and family, changing my name legally, kind of obtaining new driving license, passports, stuff like that, cutting my hair, kind of dressing more masculine and kind of telling, like kind of living as a man. But anything kind of from the medical side of things is very much a waiting game. And it's not something, well, you could go private, but even that's kind of being kind of slowly reduced and it costs a lot and so it's mostly frustrating because I physically don't look any different than I do two years ago but mentally and kind of how I see myself is very different I kind of when I started university I was a lesbian who was and now I'm a gay man with a boyfriend I've been a lot in like four years, except I have nothing really show with that. Mm. And it's just people kind of presume and kind of be like, oh, yeah, so when will we start testosterone? When will you be getting surgery? Stuff like that. And it's kind of gut wrenching to turn around and go, 
I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be able to look in the mirror and be like, that's me. It's kind of frustrating because everyone kind of around me and like friends and family all see me as Max, all kind of know me for who I am, except when I go into the outside world, go shopping, it's all like, oh, hi, lovely, so the ladies is over there, and I'm like, that's fine, but that's not where I'm heading. And it's it's a lot of smile and wave. It's a lot of, yeah, yeah, because I know it's not intentional, and I know that they're not doing it purposefully, but it's kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of just trying to kind of not break down and just cry. It's really hard. Yeah, it's. I, I I genuinely couldn't imagine like what what that would be like, and you know, thank you so much for being like so open and honest, and and you know, just with with everybody as well, especially on this platform. And um, I mean, essentially, you've got this waiting list, but then you've also got like the government, if you will, that are putting a stop on or like pressing pause on your life and obviously other people's lives as well. Like, where, you know, whether they are transitioning from uh, male to female or female to male, there's this whole waiting game where you, you can't be that person or who you have in your mind of who you're going to be. Um, how do you have an idea of obviously what, like what the, what, what you would, want to look like or like how does it how, yeah. how is that all that yeah so like, how does it yeah so like snapchat had this filter where you could put like a beard on and i would just put that on and be like oh look i've got a beard and i kind of look at different pictures and stuff and know that that's what i kind of want to look like and kind of envision how I kind of, my future, almost, and kind of, I don't know, I kind of just try and predict what my life will be like and how I will look and the day when I don't have to kind of, the day when I don't have like worry about going to like the main toilets and people being like you're not meant to be there yeah and stuff like that um tracy tracy's left a comment and then yeah so uh sorry uh yeah so tracy tracy's left a comment saying i can't believe how long you have to wait and obviously i'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody watching um will obviously echo that response as well like it is a completely ridiculous and almost it's it is actually it's, it's an unacceptable amount of time for to put a pause on someone's life and you know we all think that you know just things happen within our lives and we think oh let's put a hold on that now and then we're like oh you know woe is me because my holiday's been cancelled and my my whole holiday's put on hold and whatever but actually there's people out there where the the actual lives have been put on hold. I mean, do you feel like your life has been put on hold or are you like coming to terms with the fact that, you know, it is on hold and obviously you're just doing what you can do? Like, how does that feel? It does feel like my life is on hold because I've done everything I can do from kind of my side of it. But by this point, I kind of have stopped counting the days because I don't know when my first appointment will be. I don't know when I'll be able to access hormones. Like, I don't know when that will be. So there's no point kind of counting the days when there's nothing to count towards. It's just yeah. kind of knowing that one day in the future, I will start to testosterone on one day I'll be able to get top surgery. But when that will be, I kind of have to hope come sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, so obviously you were talking about the fact that you know people um, mis misgender you. Um, so 
obviously gender is it's a topic there's there's out there a, a, a lot more than it ever has been before um you know now in 2020 a lot more people are talking about it and a lot more people are open and honest about that conversation well how how do you think we should talk about gender identity i think talk about gender identity should just be kind of an open conversation everyone has their own gender identity whether it is male or female whether it's within the non-binary, whether it's in the trans kind of umbrella of stuff. So everyone has a gender identity. So it's not just like this secret thing that gets hidden. Everyone has one and kind of being able to talk to other people about theirs is just like a conversation you can just have a, with a group. It would be like, so hi. It can just be as simple as asking what are your preferred pronouns or what are your pronouns? Because on that, you can kind of help support someone's gender identity you can kind of it's like a little thing that when you talk about them kind of affirms who they are i think um because we we had a conversation last night we were just having like a, a bit of a, a a mini interview if you will. it was just more of like a chat just to show obviously what like what, how all this works and all that lot and uh, one of the one of the questions obviously i posed to you because this is the thing guys so Obviously, I don't claim to know everything, and obviously, we're gonna—we're all gonna trip up. We're all gonna make mistakes, and it's, that's just a—that's just a part of life. What we need to do is that we need to trip up. We need to ask those questions. We need to not feel too cautious about stuff. So I—I I posed you a question, Max, last night, and I didn't know. I, it took me a while to actually ask it, and it shouldn't have taken me that long to ask it. And now, like, obviously, with you saying that, you know, you should just do it like this. It's, it should just. Should it be a normal conversation? So I, the, one of the questions I asked you last night was, what is what is your preferred pronoun? And it took me uh, far too long to actually ask that question because I was like, so I've got a question. I'm not really sure how to ask it. Da, 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 da. And it's it's one of those, and, and it shouldn't be that hard. It, it should just be an open conversation because bottom line is, is that you, get, you are getting to know somebody. So um, when it comes to gender and pronouns and things like that obviously you've got your stance but what would you say to other people at home so what would you what would you say like is the best way to kind of approach these questions if you've got them um and you know what's what's right and what's wrong and where where does that line end or does it is it blurred or what when it comes to pronouns like different people have different like kind of things but i think kind of the overruling thing is if you don't know ask like if you're meeting someone new for the first time and you would ask them, so, oh, what you called? Then you can go, oh, and what are your pronouns? Because people don't mind, like whether you're trans or whether you're not, not. If you, if I started calling you Marcus, so Mark is over here and she's um, doing this Facebook Live with me today. It kind of disrespects who you are. So kind of just, being like, so yeah, hi, so I'm Max, you're Marcus, and so I use he, him pronouns, you're like, oh, that's great, so do I. It kind of is just a simple thing that literally takes like 10 seconds. If you don't know, and maybe you are kind of unsure, they, them is always just a great one to kind of refer to, especially if it's someone that you maybe aren't going to interact with again, maybe someone who just kind of having a small interaction so like it could be like someone you're working with you're not entirely sure so it could be like so i'm working with max they're over there and you can talk to them if you want and like it doesn't sound incorrect it sounds perfectly normal some people have the view that it's like not grammatically correct and that it doesn't work when it does because if you don't know if someone's male female non-binary whatever they then work perfectly great yeah them they there it's you know it's part of the english language <laughs> obviously it makes sense it's you know it's gram grammatically correct um one of the other questions obviously that i've got is uh, obviously whilst you whilst we've got you and obviously getting that information out there for anybody who may want to to know it so 
obviously we we're, we're talking about us we're talking about how we can be more receptive and how you know how we can have that conversation with with somebody who i i identifies as part of the lgbtq plus community and um, how do we get other people to be more open-minded when it comes to lgbtq people just that we're normal people we're not this magical unicorn although we like to think we are and um, we're not magical unicorns that's i mean i don't know about you i'm yeah. definitely a magical unicorn <laughs> so we we don't like just have glitter wherever we go we're kind of normal people we have normal jobs we live normal lives we're not really that much different to everyone else so kind of being more open towards kind of LGBTQ plus people is just to kind of treat them like every other person you know like they might it might be that you meet someone and they have a husband and they're a man it might be that you meet someone who's a woman and she's got a wife but it doesn't mean that any difference to anyone else it's kind of just being like oh hi and it's I just see everyone as like on the same level because they're a human. We are the human race at the end of the day. Um, yeah. You know, it, we are we are all in this together. We're in this for the long haul as well. And, you know, we have to support each other. And I think that's the, the, the main takeaway as well. Um, so going going back to, obviously, you, um, you and yourself and your journey and things like that, um, obviously, you can relate this to, this question is perfect, obviously, for, for a way for you to answer it. So... What kinds of things might a trans person go through when they begin to acknowledge their true gender identity? People tend to go through a lot. Um, people kind of, once they maybe start questioning their gender identity or once maybe they kind of figure it out, it's a lot to process. The same if someone kind of realizes their sexuality, it, it's kind of something that maybe they hadn't thought of before and it's very different because you now perceive yourself in a slightly different way and the world might perceive you in a slightly different way. So it's kind of, it's a lot to take in. It can mean a lot of changes in terms of what you wear, what you dress, how people address you as, a new name, kind of. It's different, you kind of develop within yourself because you're kind of finding more, you kind of learn more about yourself. It's kind of like a journey of kind of self-exploration. You kind of learn more about who you are, really. Yeah. Get comfortable with that. Um, Tracy's asked a question going back to the pronouns. Uh, I'll just bring that up. So do you find older people are less likely to understand or use your chosen pronouns like a generation thing? Yes and no. So like I, before kind of I came out, I was very much in the view of, well, younger people are going to get it like that and they'll just switch automatically where kind of older generations, like my grandparents, their friends and stuff like that, it might take them a little bit longer. But I found the opposite. So, like, my grandparents, kind of my older relatives, were like, okay, that's fine. And kind of, like, because I came out in, like, August time. And so my birthday's in December. And by that point, I was getting cards and stuff from, like, all my grandparents and stuff. Like, they ring me up, like, oh, hi, Max, how are you? Yeah, yeah. And, like, my dad would be like, oh, your grandma's been asking about you. And kind of, they were the ones that clicked straight away. And like all my friends and family did that really. There is a few older people who maybe are kind of set in their ways, for say, and kind of are like, well, I've known you as this name, so you will always be this name. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's fine. But then I've had some friends at uni who were very much like, no, we've They'd only know me for a year, but very much like, nope, we have known you for too long to change how we know you. You'll be forever known as this name and she, her. And I was like, 
but my friends and family have known me for 20 odd years, which rather rapidly, and you've known me for one. So I think it's kind of equal across the board. It kind of just depends on the person and kind of their openness to it. Um, so I hope that answers your, uh, your question, Tracy. And guys, you know, if you've got if you've got questions, this is the time to ask them. Um, use this time to to ask like any questions. And you know, Max has been brilliant, like being completely open and willing to talk about this. So if you've got any questions, or you know, if you're unsure about something, then please pop a comment, and we can go through it. Um, obviously, we were talking uh, briefly about obviously the, your experience of uh, you know what it's like for somebody to go through that and obviously you touched on you know it doesn't matter who they are it's, it's just like coming out if you will and you know i i've uh, i'm part of the lgbtq plus community i have to come out it's one of those things it's it's coming to terms with your identity and it is it's a journey that you go through and i went through a bit of a journey to get there um and it was you know there was plenty of highs and there were plenty of plenty of lows and you know it and it does it it's that fear that your whole life is changing. Obviously, for the trans community, then your life literally changes. Like, I, I know that, you know, anybody that, that across the LGBTQ spectrum, um, I know that, obviously, their whole life changes when, you know, the moment that they come out. Because it's, from my experience, it was basically like I was breathing again. Like, I've gone through so long not being who I was and holding my breath, if you will, because I was scared to breathe just in case somebody didn't like the things that I said or the things that I did or how I acted. Um, and the moment that I came to terms with who I was and um, where I was going in life and who I wanted to be with and all that lot, when, when I first started telling people a massive weight just got lifted from my shoulders and it was just that relief that, do you know what, this is actually not that bad. And you've got those people that support you, but unfortunately, there are people out there that they do come out or they do come to terms with their, their identity and who they are and who they're going to be. And it is unfortunate that we have uh, still to this day people uh, who are abandoned by their friends and their family. Um, you know, with that in mind, because obviously there are people out there that um, are abandoned and in a very dark place and things like that, what would what would be a message that you would give to those those people? I would say if someone is in that place where they've kind of come out and they just don't feel supported, that there is there is support out there. Like when you join like the LGBTQ plus community. I found that I've joined like my own little family of people who know how I feel and kind of understand that. So it can feel like daunting, it can be very dark and you find yourself wondering what if I could just be like normal, kind of. But there's always kind of, and it sounds like really cliche, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. It can be hard and like, I've come out to people and they've been a bit iffy about it and they've been like, hmm, is it just like a phase? Is it just kind of a thing? But they've kind of gone down the line and been like perfectly fine with me now. I've got a friend who, when he told his dad that he was gay, he was like, right, yeah, mm, no, I don't think so. But now he's like, oh, how are you? How's your boyfriend? And kind of everything like that. And he's really open to it now and he's like oh i want to come to you uh, a pride with you so like people can change especially when you kind of are telling people that have known you for a while it can be surprising to them and it might not be something they expected so they kind of have to have time to kind of take it in and kind of wrap their head around it as much as you do um yeah. So, obviously, you touched on you touched on uh, obviously your friend and uh, his, like his experience in going to like his dad asking obviously saying oh I want to come to a pride with you. So let's 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 get on to pride. So uh, have have you been to a pride? Yeah. Did you go to Did you go to pride? Um, I you know, Max did Max go to pride or has it been a, a journey for you know? throughout 
it's been a journey throughout. So I went to Pride before I'd come out as trans. I've been to multiple more Pride since coming out as trans because I felt a lot more comfortable. And I was like, I get to wear a massive flag. Look at the but it was kind of like a journey because when I first went, I was very much like shy, just kind of stood on the side at like Manchester Pride being like, there's people going past who are really happy and I want to be like that one day. And then like, we've, I've been lucky enough to be like part, to take part in Pride. So I took part in Lancaster Pride. I had the opportunity to take part in Manchester Pride. Wow. So, so I kind of found myself being like, I've suddenly become that person walking around kind of as almost like a I think I'm really big headed, like a little beacon of hope being like look <laughs> it gets better <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 and I completely get that uh, like so I've um, believe it or not I am at the age of 32 I'm turning 33 on Saturday I think yeah I'm 33 on Saturday I always forget my age I always, I'm Forever 30. Um, but yeah, I am 33 years of age on Saturday and I have never been to a Pride. Um, I, in fact, I, I tell a lie. I've been to Preston Pride, um, but it's it's not been like Manchester Pride or, you know, like the big ones and all that. It's never been like that. I've been to Preston Pride and that was because I was part of a community theatre company um, who was performing there. Um, so... I was part of I was part of Pride. I've never been actually at it, and I always had when I was growing up, um, like say twenties and whatnot. I always had this misconception that Pride was just it was just ridiculous. And oh, I should, well, why why are you bothered about it? You know, just be who you are and blah blah blah. Kind of like how um, you know some people's mentality is. Why do you need a Pride? Like that was my kind of vision. <laughs> that face. Hmm. Uh, that was. <laughs> That was kind of like my vision of pride, like growing up that, oh, you don't need it, blah, blah, blah. And then as I got older, like over the, especially over the last few years, you know, there's there's a lot more about it. You know, we, we've got we've got the anniversaries coming up. We've obviously got the, 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 the Stonewall, obviously huge, huge thing. And, you know, one of the major things about Stonewall is obviously we're seeing um, Black Lives Matter. So uh, Black Lives Matter at the moment is a huge, huge, huge movement. And, it, you know, it's people are like, oh, no, but the riots and, and all this stuff. Well, where, where do you think change comes from? Do you mean pride when it started uh, for Stonewall? Stonewall was the riots. It was, yeah, it was mental. There was, you know, people storming the streets. There were riots. That's where change comes from. Um but yeah, so learning obviously about the history of Pride and all that lot, now I have a bit more of an understanding and, and it's something that I actually actively want to be more involved with. And I was going to be very, like, very much involved with Preston Pride 2020. However, COVID came along and ruined the plans for everybody. Um, we're, so with regards to COVID obviously ruined the plans, uh, obviously June is Pride Month, but Pride Month, just because it's a month doesn't mean pride doesn't stop. You know, we, we always have to keep pushing. Um, and, you know, uh, learning about learning about pride is, is one thing and obviously actively doing it is another. What what were your plans for this year and what have you done, um, you know, in, in conjunction with pride? So kind of I am lucky enough, lucky enough to be part of an amazing rugby team who are an inclusive rugby team, which means that I'm allowed to play for a men's team which normally wouldn't happen um and so with part of that i would have been at prize i would have been marching i would have been throwing massive inflatable rugby balls at people they're actually huge fancy um and just kind of just celebrating i would have been running around with like my trans flag waving would have had like paint all over my face i have the best of them in the world um and just kind of celebrating who I am because it took me a long time to get to it so I'm not suddenly gonna be like that's it I've reached the destination stop now oh that's fine I was gonna I was gonna take my boyfriend to his first pride he's never been to a pride and it was gonna be this very much a month of celebration and then COVID came along and we all just stay indoors <laughs> um, but it means that pride has kind of gone virtual so 
I've been on like a few like Zoom calls with like virtual prize, we've had like virtual drag race, we've had like lip syncs, we've had like dress up competitions. I know that over the week, last weekend, there was like this virtual prize that literally like hundreds of thousands of people across the world and like celebrities and stuff kind of joined in. in. I kind of, just because I've not, people can't go outside and show kind of who they are. It doesn't mean that that person has stopped being who they are. Like as you were saying, June is Pride Month, but it doesn't mean that like the other 11 months of the year were invisible. Mm. Like, we just arrive at the 1st of June, just arrive with rainbows and sprinkles and then disappear when it comes to July. That's not what happens. We still exist <laughs> outside of that month. I know some people will probably hope that that, that happens, that we all just disappear uh, from, from the 1st of July, but unfortunately we're here to stay. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think uh, even after COVID, so obviously when it comes to 2021 and hopefully everything's now like, then back on track, my, obviously, my obvious urge for people who are watching at home who are a little bit interested in Pride or... or, or you know, if you want to be an ally or you are an ally or whatnot, Pride isn't just for LGBTQ people. The plus is there for everybody that identifies as everything in between and also for allies as well. Go along to a Pride and if you want to learn more, ask, you know, ask the questions whilst at Pride because there'll be people there that will be open and honest, just like Max has been today, who will answer your questions and, you know, the... The movement doesn't stop. You know, we with Pride, it started, as I said, with Stonewall, and that was 51 years ago. It's now a, a, a gone into Pride up and down the country throughout June and months after. I know Preston's is, like, in September. Um, but it goes up and down the country. There are plenty of opportunities and there are plenty of people that you can speak to to gain more information. Um, and... From my perspective, I would urge people to do that, especially if you want them to become an ally. You know, we, we've talked openly and honestly about, you know, pronouns and about uh, gender identity and where we go from there and, you know, how to be that person, how to be approachable, um, those, how to be open, like, how to get people to be open-minded. And I think that leads me on to actually my next question, which is why I stopped myself. <laughs> um, so... We want we want people to be more approachable. So, Max, how do you, how do people make themselves more approachable to people who are part of the LGBTQ plus community? I would say just just be you. Like, if you do have a question and you are genuinely like interested in kind of knowing something, ask. Like. Be like an active ally. Like if you do see someone kind of being challenged about their gender, just kind of stand there beside them and be like, it's none of your business to know what's in their pants. Like I have underpants in my pants, but that's kind of it really. Like to be more approachable, just kind of be open-minded people will have different like opinions and views and stuff and that's okay like you're going to meet people who think slightly differently to you but it doesn't make them any less right we all meet people like throughout our lives that you know we we don't like and it, you know we don't we, we can't really put our finger on it but there's something about somebody that you just think no i don't really like you um but at the same time, like, you know, that goes across this, the whole LGBTQ plus spectrum. You know, there will be people. We're not expecting everybody to just suddenly, everybody in the world, all the billions of people in the world, to suddenly wake up one day and go, you know what, I am fine with everything. Because that's not going to happen. What we need are allies. And, you know, being, as you said, an active ally, that's what's important. Uh, and an active ally isn't parading the streets, you know, throwing glitter and waving the flag. Being an ally is learning our history, learning things like proactively, asking those questions and, you know, challenging people when they say things, for instance, over social media. Social media is a massive influence uh, on our lives. And, you know, it has taken over the world. 
and it's how we stay connected and we'll always find that there'll be trolls online that will say these things and being an ally will just be that stepping forward and supporting us and supporting that that cause as well um is there anything that we've not talked about that you would like to to go through I could literally talk about Trump stuff for hours, so I don't think everyone wants to listen to my voice much longer. Um, <laughs> I think kind of just being aware about kind of trans stuff. Like, I found this figure that was like only 16% of people actually know someone who's trans and kind of the 84 of a percent kind of everything they get comes from tv and film and media and kind of it's always a thing don't always trust everything you see on tv that's the same for trans people how we're seen on like tv film media newspaper isn't always how we are in real life like we're not scary monsters that kind of just crawl around everywhere we're we're nice people I think I like to think we're nice people. <laughs> so kind of um, just not always. You might see a newspaper article that's like, trans person does this, and you're like, yeah, but other people also do this, so it doesn't really make it news. Cat uh, has said uh, it's been really positive getting to listen to you both uh, thanks max and marcus thank you cat thanks for your lovely comment um and yeah so what would be a message that you would like to have people take away from today so people sat at home watching watching this show for the very first time They've never known anything about the trans community, has, knows very, very little about LGBTQ+. In fact, what's just a message for everybody out there? Because you know what? We're all in the same boat. We're all doing this together. What What's a message that you would love to love people to take away from this show today? To be nice to each other. Like, especially with, like this COVID-19 thing, we've all suddenly been stuck indoors and social media has become the main thing which everyone's interacting with like going on facebook and like stuff like that and it's just be nice to each other you might not know that person you might not know what they've gone through but be nice like it's important it's nice if you do have a role it's nice to be important and it's nice to kind of have that Kind of stand but most importantly it's important to be nice to people like it's something that like my granddad said and that my dad has passed down to me and like now i say it to kind of people i meet which is it's nice to be important but it's much more important to be nice like it's something i told you last night marcus and like i'm pretty sure you're about to put a thing up on the screen um, i am indeed there we go <laughs> like, um, it's just just general manners and just being nice to people it goes a long way like whether they are part of the community whether it's just someone you meet in a shop whether it's someone you have at work you meet on the bus your your neighbor who's walking their dog just be nice to them because you don't know what they might be doing but you just be nice because everyone likes a nice smile every so often I think it's an absolutely amazing message to have. It's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. So thank you, Grandad, and thank you, Dad, for passing that down. And thank you, Max, for obviously sharing with uh, sharing that quote with us as well. Uh, guys, it is super important to be nice. You know, you, you've got to be kind to each other. Um, so please let that be the message that we that we take away from today. Um, just before we start doing the wrap-up, uh, Bev has commented saying, you seem very nice to me. There you go, Max. Uh, and then Trace. Nice. Sorry? I am nice. <laughs> you are, you are. Max is very, very nice, Deb. Um, and then Tracy has left a really, really nice comment as well. 
Um, we need more of this type of open chat. The knowledge I have is from TV shows and films, which isn't a true representation. Thank you to you both. And you know what? That, that comment is absolutely spot on. So as I said, I am uh, you know, also part of the LGBTQ plus community and the representation that, that you know, as, as a gay man that, that is out there uh, on TV and in film, you know, it, it's very stereotypical. It's very, oh, hey, and then like, oh, I'm fabulous. And wearing all the fabulous clothing and all that, blah, blah. I mean, you know, don't look in my wardrobe because, you know, I do have that as a stereotype. But, uh, you know, there, there are plenty of stereotypes out there. And I think, you know, Tracy, you, you, you hit the nail on the head with that, that not, not all TV shows and films are a, a, a short, a true reflection of, um, you know, the, the world out there. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, that you, that, you know, I mean, you said it yourself before, actually, didn't you? That, you know, TV and film is completely different. Um, so we are going to wrap up the show. Um, Max, uh, Max, thank you so, 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 so much for being on the show. Um, okay. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on there. The comments are literally rolling through. Uh, we've got Catherine, uh, Max, one of the nicest people I know. Uh, we have Billy. Billy says, thank you for sharing your story. We have Julie. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. And Jenna, uh, thank you, guys. Uh, th there's so many comments coming in, guys. Thank you so much for all your comments. Uh, and again, thank you so much, Max, for, for joining us today and, you know, sharing your stories. It's not an easy story to share. And, you know, sometimes when I look back in my life and think about, you know, me growing up and coming to terms and all that, like, I still get emotional about it. You know, I still find it hard sometimes. So I do, I, you, I completely admire the way that you've come onto this show and you have shared your story and, and shared your experiences, you know, and I'm, I'm really I'm so, so, so grateful. And a hundred percent, we have definitely linked in the four pillars of, um, the, the our, our spillage show which is to connect each other which obviously everybody we've connected to everybody that's been in these comments and watching the show we've inspired uh, hopefully we've inspired you guys so you know please leave us a comment if we have inspired you or if max has just inspired you maybe i haven't inspired you but max has <laughs> please, please leave that comment um you know they teach so we we have we have taught people, you know, you've taught people, you've, you know, you've taught people to be nice and how important it is to be nice and not to take TV and film as a representation, uh, as a true reflection of who, who you are and who we are as people. And I've been learning myself, you know, I, I'm not hiding anything, you know, I'm completely open to, to these conversations because there's a lot of things that I don't understand. And, you know, I've learned so much. I'm sure that you've learned so much as well like, just by doing this. Um, so, yeah, so thank you so much. Um, next week, guys, we have, uh, so next week's show, we have uh, the lovely Kathy Thompson-Evans coming onto the show, a dear good friend of mine who will be talking about uh, the Kids for Kids community theatre company where they raise money for a local child within the area, all to do with community charity and children uh, so she will be coming onto the show with me to spill some tea about kids for kids next week remember guys as well if you have enjoyed the show please give a like and a follow please share this as well uh, afterwards and um, the, the live stays available for people to watch outside of the the, the the actual live so please share it and please tag some friends and also invite people to the spill it community we're a friendly bunch. I say we, it's me. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a friendly guy I'm, and I'm open for people. You can see my banner at the bottom as well. If you'd like to appear on my show, all you have to do is get in touch. Please follow my page at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. Get in touch. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you've got a hobby uh, of knitting, get in touch. Let me know and we'll talk about it and we will spill that tea. So once again, guys, thank you so much for getting in touch. Uh, thank you for all the comments. Thank you for um, everything. I mean, we've we've still got comments coming through. We we've got uh, Lisa saying, "Well done, Max." We've got Tracy that says that she uh, she feels all four of the connect, inspire, t uh, learn, and teach. And then we've also got Sean Jackson saying, "Thanks, Max. Go Typhoons." Uh, Typhoons is obviously your uh, your rugby team, isn't it? Uh, if you'd like to give a quick message to the rugby guys that are watching, 
Um, and uh, also, like, just before we go, if you'd like to give a quick message to the rugby guys and obviously tell people where to find the rugby team who is so inclusive. Um, so the Typhoons are based in around Preston area, so I don't know if anyone's from around there, people from all over the UK. Um, and we're an inclusive rugby team, so they're a great bunch of people. You don't have to be a man, you don't have to be trans to be part of the team. We, have, we, will, we will take anybody. That's kind of what we're about. We'll literally take anyone. And we're just a good group of people who occasionally like to play rugby every so often when we're allowed to, when there's no global pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and they're on Facebook, aren't they? Yeah. They're on Facebook. So if you want to contact them, Typhoons are you. No, Typhoons are rugby football. Typhoons rugby in and it'll probably come up. I will, what I will do is I'll search for a link and I'll post that into the link uh, for the for anybody um, who wants to obviously get in touch with them as well. Uh, as a final message, we go back to Max's quote uh, as we say goodbye. It's nice to be important, uh, but it's important to be nice. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you once again, Max, for uh, joining and being so open and honest and inspiring a hell of a lot of, a lot of us. So... Thank you so much, guys, uh, and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.